morning. Woo. I'm awake. That's right. Alive, alert, awake, enthusiastic. The three eyes. I live. Uh huh. I awake. Uh huh. I alert. Uh huh. And I learn. I'm enthusiastic. It's time for the show to begin. I'm Jeff. That's Ben. Hi. Hello. I woke up to my dentist calling me yesterday morning. That's okay. And they said, hey, we know you're scheduled to come in at 1040 or something. Mm -hmm. Can you come in right now (laughs) instead? I know you live in another city than where we're located, but we need you here immediately. Um, And it's a good thing they did because it took fucking three hours. Wow. Let me tell you, keep your teeth nice, folks. Don't fall on your teeth. Don't fall on your teeth. Don't fall on your teeth with the 3 a.m. boys. Yeah. Should I start? Ooh. Do we like with Jeff and... I like with Jeff and Ben, and I've liked it because it's like a nice little easy thing. Should we switch to with the 3 a.m. The 3 3 a.m. boys? I don't know. Maybe someday. Maybe one day. When yeah. we really embrace the the, the 3 a.m. lifestyle. Yeah. Might have to, we have to have some meetings about the spelling and pronunciation. Yeah, we'll hire a branding boys. team yeah, and everything. We'll, we'll get in there and say, hey, we've got this 3 a.m. boys uh, concept that we really want to workshop. Should there be periods in the a.m.? And it's all just going to come back to like whatever we think is exactly. the yeah. right no, call. Yes, yeah. Da 3 a.m. boys. It's like three Z's <laughs> and an E at the end. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um. Oh, what about B O I Z? Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, you know, there's a lot to consider. There's a lot to consider. Uh, there's a lot to consider as we are days away from E3, the Expo, the triple. Hmm. The the triple double. It's the 25th E3, I think. Oh, a perfect one to close out on. <laughs> <laughs> Quarter century, and we're done. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, yeah. It. I am ready for this show to happen. Yeah, me too. I know a handful of things. Uh, I know what I don't know. Okay. In some cases, but there are other cases where I don't know what I don't know. And those are the most, that's the potential for surprise. That's the potential for excitement right there. That's the potential to turn up. Uh, yeah. Is that the voice sample of the the Animal Crossing weekend market? No, this is from a Nardwar interview. Got to get these turnips. <laughs> I wish it was something that cool. Instead, it's just Nardwar. Hmm. Well cool enough i guess i mean, uh, jan and i have been working on this soundboard slowly working it out every time i come in here there's always one new one mm-hmm. and i'm trying to do the same for jan now uh i've been building one at home uh with a more sophisticated setup that is less latency uh that has less latency so you can See, really but now i i've gotten i can predict when the drops need to come like i yeah. know before i know two seconds in advance uh-huh. Like, like, go ahead and say something. Hey, what's up? It's the time for the show. Time to get busy. Time to, yeah, see, uh, yeah, you really, you're nailing it. And I get it. Stop. Mm. See? This uh, this person in chat, and I, I don't know like how much audio stuff oh, I want to get into, oh. is saying that you're way louder. Yeah, I just looked over and the slider is all the way up. At least we level these things in post. 
Yeah. But also, I just turned myself way down. Both things will help. Jason um, had himself literally all the way pushed up. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's the benefit of being the producers. You just, you, you literally get to turn up. Um, let's see here. Uh, what do we got? A lot of just generic E3 questions. Uh, Dave042 saying, good stuff coming up? <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. Well, yeah, we got some good stuff coming up. Uh, what are, you know, like I, uh, that's, that's where we get into those categories, right? There's stuff that I know, uh, games I've played, uh, pre-briefs I've read. You know, there's, there's the, the stuff that I know section. There's the... And you just want to run through those real quick? Yeah, okay. There's, uh, well, Control, Modern War, no. Uh, there's the stuff i think i know stuff i gotta you know i haven't necessarily whispers in the wind yeah it's not necessarily like over here in the you might have signed a thing to not talk about this camp but it's in the i'm pretty sure this stuff over here is is going down yeah based on whatever whatever um Oh, this studio hasn't put out anything in a while. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, like, or, or you just like, like a little bit, usually a little bit more than that. You're but like, like you oh, know, hey, there's this, a lot of clues you can use to right, kind of deduce. Yeah. You, you can kind of, you, you can kind of stare at the internet long enough and, and start to piece together something based on little bits. You know, yeah, everything always fits together. You go like, oh, that actually makes a lot of sense if they did that. I don't right. know if they'll do it here, but I bet they do it sometime. That That sort of thing. There's that middle territory, but then there's that other... Like the unknown of just like I don't even know that you, that you don't even know what you don't I don't know. even know what I don't know. There could be just games out of nowhere, and then there's some things that flow between them where it's like, oh, I got some pretty good, um, you know, we we have a rough sketch of what Microsoft is gonna do. Right, they're gonna talk about the next Xbox. They're going to have 14 first party published games. Uh, you know, they're likely to have some third party stuff. They're likely to do this and that. So you like, you, you start to build a rough outline of that stuff and you can start to kind of hang predictions on the hooks at that point you know, like, okay, there's a slot here to, to guess at a game or, Hey, well, this game got announced, but kind of went dark for a while. So this would be a time for them to bring it back. Or this rumor has been building, 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 and it's probably a next gen game at this point. So maybe you put a teaser trailer here. Uh, and then hold off for next year to really show it for reels, um, and that sort of thing. Yeah, you know, and and that's that's kind of how you start to piece stuff together. That's why I'm. I, and and then some of them just become wild, almost like bets of just like I bet this will happen based on and and like there's something like I don't have any inside knowledge other than like I don't think it's going to happen in a real way. But here's the thing I think could happen. And I've said it before. I think there will be a very brief Splinter Cell tease at the Microsoft press conference. Yeah? Yeah. Do you think it's too on the nose if they just do the like... I think that's exactly what you do, honestly. But... uh, You see maybe a logo or something. Yeah. And then then the only information is... Yes, Splinter Cell is coming. We'll have more to say. You know, it's it's coming to the next generation Xbox, blah, 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 blah. And that's it. There's no game there yet. There's no nothing. Like, they will eventually do a Splinter Cell. I think we know that much. So it's, you know, not the, the guess isn't totally fucking left field. But if you look at it, even if you didn't have that piece of it, if you were like, okay, well, look, 
the Wildlands DLC, they worked Sam Fisher into that stuff. It's been a long time. Um, Splinter Cell is uh, one of the earliest Xbox exclusives back in the day. Like, there's a lot of synergies there that you start to put that stuff together. Um, and so I think that's where something like that would serve us. You're not going to see a game. I don't think you'll see a playable thing. But if, if I was doing it, that's what I would do. It would literally be a night vision sound effect. Two night vision goggles and then the third one. I think we've had this con- we had this conversation like nine <laughs> years ago, honestly. I think it, it, it's just that again. Um, stuff like that. Uh, Dave 42 says there was some leak about a splinter cell from a few days ago. I don't, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Sure, probably. Everything else is leaking. Um, Common Otaku says, do you think that Sam Porter Bridges is named Sam as in Uncle Sam since Death Stranding is all about rebuilding America? Sure. Sure. That sounds like the type of ham-fisted imagery that Kojima would, would latch on to for sure. Um, Sam Bridges. Sam, no, no, no. Not Sam Bridges. Sam Porter Bridges. Is it hyphenated? Is it Porter? Was it with parents, Todd Bridges, and someone named Porter? I don't know. Uh, There's a lot of information on the Sam Bridges Death Stranding wiki page. Is it just called Sam Bridges there, or is it Sam Preston Bridges? Oh, Sam, also referred to as Sam Bridges or Sam, quote, Porter Bridges. And por- oh, por- oh, so maybe that's not his name. He's literally a porter. Yeah. He's porting these babies around. These bridge babies. These bridges babies. Do they call them bridge babies because they're like hit his? No, because they're probably some bridge to whatever the other world is. Like you die and everything's upside down. I don't know. Like they're making a Soul Reaver game pretty much. <laughs> Be struggled. Besieged by Death's Tide at every turn, Sam Bridges must brave a world utterly transformed by the Death Stranding. His blue eyes. His occupation is delivery man. Okay. And his affiliation is Bridges. Okay. He's, he's a porter. Maybe Bridges will just be a corporation and everyone will have a name. Yeah. Because there was a big Bridges logo on something, wasn't Bridges there? Bridges is the, like, the team that's run by dead men. Which is Guillermo del Toro, possibly? No, he is. Oh, Die Hard Man is the commander of Bridges. Sure. I'm learning a lot about Die Hard Man now. Yeah. Die Hard Man's Black Max has Tesla on the forehead that reads BR1914P9999 Ludens. Okay. Brinty writes in oh. and says Some people are claiming Microsoft have three new IP to show off this E3. It's been a while since they did anything new feeling. So what sort of stuff would get you interested genre wise? You know, like shooters, role playing games, something weird. Like what do you, what do you, I, uh, I don't, you know, I, I, genres have just kind of, everything is everything, right? You know, since we kind of went through the open world thing, right. like everything's a shooter and an R, everything is also an RPG, I yeah. guess I should say is the, is the real thing. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I when you think about like what would you want for launch of a new console, and how many of those gaps could you fill yourself with your own network of studios? Um, 
you know, you've, you've got a, a Halo game, which I, I think we're just presuming at this point that, that Halo becomes a next generation game, if not a cross gen game or, or something, but there's some kind of upgraded sort of Halo service. experience or something. Halo is a service. Uh, I think, you know, if I could sit here and pluck, pluck genres out of the air that I think would do really well for them or that I would get really excited about, like I'd be making games. Um, cause I, I think I, I would like to see something different cause I, I think they've, they've covered a lot of the kind of Western standards, right? They've got, or at least they've, they've got games that fill those slots, whether they're your cup of tea or not. I don't know. Like halo multiplayer has never really been my thing, but they have a first person shooter franchise in halo. Uh, and they've got gears, you know, but also they've got a driving game already. Um, you know, they're not going to get into the sports business probably because EA's got that stuff covered. Um, so then it gets down to like, okay, well, like, do you want subsects of that stuff? Do you want a battle Royale game set in the halo, you know, or, you know, do you start doing stuff like that? I think it would be cool if they did a crimson skies. Okay. Yeah. You know, um, that's not a new IP, but I'm on board with everyone who for the last decade has been saying they should do a new Crimson Skies. I think I'm finally like, yeah, they probably should. We're at that point now. Um, Daltamon says they need a good action adventure like an Uncharted-like. Well, I mean, if that was going to come out of anywhere, it'd probably be that studio they started in Santa Monica, the initiative, uh, which was, was that like X-Crystal Dynamics? people or whatever but they're in santa monica so they can hire you know they could hire people from some of those studios that are down there the god of war team or whatever you know that there's there's people down there that you could get to, to make a game like that um yeah a tennis game brad brains saying new top spin yeah I, I, it would be cool to see a good new tennis game a very accessible but not like over the top wacky arc uh, arcadey tennis game uh, oh, those games are great. Yeah. Uh, Final Dustin says they had that skateboarding game last year that hasn't been mentioned since. Wasn't that just Session? Wasn't the skateboarding game they showed at the Microsoft thing just Session, which is on in early access on PC now? Wasn't that like an ID at Xbox like style announcement? I don't remember. Um, I feel like that was just Session. Um... Let's see. Yeah, session. Yes, it was session. Uh, so there's that. Um, but also, I think, you know, the, the other thing about this year's E3 is uh, this is likely to be something of a down year for new announcements around except for, with the exception of microsoft because they're kind of the only ones there with a bunch of really crazy things to say because i think we're entering the end of the generation right so you've got some games that maybe should have gotten announced before now i don't know, like that avengers game seems like a weird one in a way especially if everything sticks true and that's like a like halo style like if that's like a, or a halo like, like a, a live game like a service right like a destiny style is what i meant to say um, which the there was a, a leak on the panel schedule stuff that said it's a it's a single player and a multiplayer game, and I was like, well, yeah, because <laughs> like the, I felt I feel like the rumor all along is that they were making a live service game and it was meant to be this big co op thing. Yeah, 
like a destiny like or something. But some but Avengers I, would assemble. Yeah, some Avengers might assemble, but maybe that's <laughs> you know that who knows. Uh, Maddie FTM says, "Do you think Microsoft will announce more studio acquisitions? I think they could. Uh, yeah. I think they've got money for it. I think that they didn't stop looking. I think that was the the impression I got with these acquisitions was that they were not necessarily done." Um, so I think they, they said they, as much. Yeah, like we're at and we're, yeah, and we're be just getting started. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Relationships. So. Uh, but you know th- that's going to be different with every t- every uh, every studio, right? Some might be ready to be acquired. Some you might just do a publishing deal with because they're just like whatever. You don't need to buy us; just let us make the game. Um. So yeah, there, there's there's stuff like that. Um. So yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, it's there's a lot of potential interesting things that can happen around the edges of this thing that I think uh, could be really exciting, and we'll see how it goes. Uh, but but at the same time, you know, if we start to work backwards from a Q4 2020 launch of a next Xbox and a next PlayStation, um, you know, Sony's obviously not ready for people to announce next generation PlayStation games because they haven't even really gotten out there yet so you know concept of rule like all this stuff all the hoops you have to jump through to say we are making this game for the next playstation like sony's just doesn't seem like they're ready for that at this point microsoft might not be either other than whatever's in their press conference uh i don't know that we'll see like a flurry of announcements of games for q4 2020 but um it's uh when you start to think about that and think about the calendar and think about the nature of E3 and, you know, look, look at what EA is showing. It's technically not part of E3, um, but EA is only showing games that are already out with the exception of Star Wars. You know, it's like they're out there saying like, be sure to tune in for The Sims 4. And you're like, I can play The Sims 4 right now. Like, I know they'll have new stuff for The Sims 4, but that doesn't fit the, like here's the big exciting E3 announcement uh, that doesn't fit that mold. Like I'm interested in the apex stuff. Don't get me wrong. I want more details on what they're doing next with apex. Um, but that, you know, that game's out. That does, that's a, that's a monthly Reddit post the same way that they've been doing. That's the, you know, they could roll that out anytime. You hear people yelling from other rooms. Is that, yeah. yeah. There's this, I think there's something going on outside the door being fucking crazy. Um, so like you know ea is just gonna be that star wars game they got out they they posted last week they were like hey just want to let you know need for speed is still in development you can go under the hood and it's not going to be at e3 like all right well you saving it for gamescom what are we doing uh so that's a big change right that's like uh those are the sorts of games you show when you are pitching to the public which is what ea has been doing for some time now with their with ea play you know the public gets free tickets to that thing and they go and whatever it's not the same thing that you know E3 was was classically meant for, and I think as E3 gets more and more open to the public, you see more and more publishers going in that direction, and you just start to get to a point where you're like, this is just packs, or all these games are out with like you know, or one one each company has one game that's unreleased, and the rest are all just out because they're just pitching you new updates for a game that's already available because they want you to be able to walk off that show floor and go buy that game immediately, you know. Um, or give you a discount or, you know, like they, they want that call to action tight time frame type thing, as opposed to just like, here's a game that's coming out next year sometime. We don't fucking know. Like that's, that's not good on a, uh, for a public show. It's not necessary. So, so I don't know. 
Do you know what I know? What do you know? I know that we have a caller on the line. Great. I love it. Who has some important information regarding a bombcast topic from last week who wants to chime in. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? You're going to. Yeah, there you go. Hello. Uh, hang on. Uh, see the circle lighting up. I see the circle. Hmm. Oh, you know what? What? Chicken butt. You were on the wrong bus. No, these buses look great, actually. Good looking bus. All right, you go back to you go back to doing you for one second. Okay. This is strange. Stranger things have never happened here mm. in the ghost studio. Lucky Chris asks, what studio should make the John Wick game? Oh. I mean, Bithel games, or, or like the John Wick Hex is already announced and happening. Yeah, but that's different. That's a Hex game. Yeah. That's Which different. Which is good, but... Because if you're telling me, like, do I want a third-person shooter based on a movie, I don't care. No. Like, no, I don't. I, uh, I like, could see it being... Like, those movies are closer to video games. Those movies are, like, very similar to video games, so I could see doing something fun with them. I don't want like a recreation of any of the movies though. I just want like John Wick Adventures, John Wick Gaiden, you know? John Wick Stuntmaster. Yeah. I just don't think it's necessary. You know, like like why, you know, is it is that a third person action game like a Max Payne style game? In my head that's a Max Payne style game. Yeah. And like that's cool, but like there have been plenty of shooters. <laughs> you know? Uh yeah, I, I I think it's it's way cooler that the John Wick game is this totally left field small developer thing. Uh, even if it's at a point where it's like, Oh, that might not be for me uh, based on the description and the, uh, the, and the trailer that's out like, eh, maybe that's not my kind of thing. It's still pretty rad that it is uh, a pretty unexpected thing. So. I'm all out of ideas here. I might need to get Jason. Yeah. All right. Uh, Sorry, caller. We were we're working out the issue. All right, we're working out the issue. M. Pozzolot says, "If you guys seen the Larian Baldur's Gate three leak, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I saw that the website had a reference to to that game in it. I don't know. It's a different team, which is probably a good thing at this point. We consider where Bioware is at or, or where all that stuff went. Um, I don't know that I need it." Um, I get the people are super excited, but I, you know, it's, it's been a long time. We'll see what they make. We'll see what they make. I'm, I personally don't have like much attachment to the like world of Baldur's Gate. So like the gameplay, all that stuff's cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Bring it back. Um, bring it back and make another one. But at the same time, eh, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm not, um, Jones in for it, I guess I would say. What are you jonesing for? Callers, man. Same. No. Um, I don't know. I, I, I feel like uh, a lot of my gaming needs are fairly well met. Uh, you know, like there's never been a time in history where there's just been like more fucking games coming out all the time. Yeah. And like games you love being supported for way longer than you yeah. would or it would originally play them. Right. Uh, when I look at like the games that are already announced and coming along and stuff like that, the stuff I want to check out, the stuff I want to see more of, or things that I'm like, oh, I'll definitely play through that. Um, you know, like it's already looking pretty full up. 
even in a year that, you know, seemed like maybe a little light in some ways in terms of just like big games, you know, I, I still would be, I, there, I still want to finish Baba's You, you know, I still want to, uh, I still want to play more Apex. Uh, yeah, I really want to finish Baba's You. I'm going to be playing a bunch of that on my E3 flight. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what this Destiny announcement looks like. Although, well, whatever. It sounds like a lot of it leaked. Um, yeah, Sun says super hot John Wick edition. Maybe that would be a way to do it. Whatever. I, you know, honestly, I would love to play another super hot um, VR. Because uh, now I've played through that game twice. And uh, I don't know. It's, it's going to be a long time before I can play it again because, uh, you know, now I know exactly what to do all over again. Um, so, yeah, I, I would love to see just even even if it was just like more levels, more more super hot VR. They did that run based. Uh, I think it's still in early access. Uh, was it mind control delete or whatever it's called? Uh that other super hot game. Uh, I, I don't know, man. It, it's the, that super hot thing is cool. I, whatever. I, I like original super hot. I think it's great. I, but I think a lot of that is because it was like totally fresh and the, the story, like the bits of story around the edges of it were really fascinating. So this run based super hot thing doesn't really scratch the same itch it is just kind of like more super hot levels um but it i don't know it just doesn't uh i think i think super hot vr kind of soured me on non-vr super hot which is you know i guess that's that's something cool um i can't think of any other vr game that's felt like it's made its predecessors completely obsolete but um but there it is Hi. Hey, I'm over here. I'm You're over here now. Yeah. I even turned this mic on. Whoa, that's pretty smart. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Small Tree Forces, how likely is a new Fable? I think it's very likely. I think it's, it's definitely one of the strongest IPs Microsoft has right now that they're not doing anything with, at least like yeah. newer IPs. And I feel like I got just enough of like a wink and a nod last year about some of that stuff that it seems like it's, it seems like it's happening. I don't know. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. Raven2212 says, uh, want some, want some Mordhau update? You still playing it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I actually managed to talk a couple of my For Honor friends into checking it out and mm-hmm. they hate it. Because <laughs> it, like, For Honor is built to be like a fighting game, kind of, where like characters' moves are a little more fluid. It's right. a little more fantastical yeah. than it, like Mordhau, which is very much a sword fighting simulator. Yeah. Uh, as accurate as you can get it. Um, but I, I'm still checking it out. I, I'm almost leveled up enough to like really get some of the cooler cosmetics, which I've been looking forward to. Mm. Um, I think they just need to kind of add more to the game because I've there's only five maps mm, and yeah. then there's like the battle royale. But I played a, a bunch of those that I'm kind of like, oh okay. I'm like I'm, I'm I'll pop on like if I don't have anything else that I really want to play. Uh, yeah, I thought about trying it out, but I don't know. I just 
like all that stuff, like the like mountain blade and um, chivalry and all that sort of stuff, just never really clicked with me. So I just don't. It just doesn't seem like it'd be my kind of thing. Yeah, the the thing I like about Mordhau compared to all those games, which I like, tried all of those. Chivalry is probably the other than Mordhau, the one I played the most of. But the thing I like in this is since the main mode is a thirty-two on thirty-two thing, yeah, you can kind of always find your own battles to pick. You know, if you want to be right. like an objective player, you can really just do objective stuff. If you want to go like find a dude who's off in the corner and wants to one v one people, you can go find that guy and try and one v one him. Or mm. you can like, there's enough chaos happening on the battlefield that I feel like I can always do something fun, even if I'm like not feeling good about like how i'm playing that day i'm like oh i'm just gonna i'm gonna like be a spear guy and just back like back up my dudes on on this you know sidelines and stuff like or i'm gonna be a shield guy and try and take out the archers right yeah yeah that makes sense uh i started playing a little outer wilds yeah how are you enjoying that i love the look of it and the just the nature of how small but how big that world seems like every planet seems very close to for you because you just fly over there and just get there yeah but it feels very rich with mystery uh like when i landed on a gas planet and it was like oh right it's a gas and like suddenly it's like oh there's just water here <laughs> there's like barely an island like holy shit yeah uh like just very fun little surprises and stuff it's it, it's a really neat it's really neat. I don't know if I got to a point where I really saw what that game is yet mm. uh, in terms of like, oh, how do I actually solve things with these mechanics and these concepts? Because um, I, I didn't I didn't play a ton of it. Um, but I, I do, I think the way it controls and moves and all that stuff is, is really nifty. I think I'm going to give it an honest shot. I've always had a really hard time with adventure game. Or, like, I mean, I don't know whatever style you want to call it, but like, missed likes and the like you know of the like you're in a world just go figure it out yeah i've always had trouble with those because i as a gamer lack self-discipline a lot and those games are very much like oh i could just go i could just go what to do right and that just ruins it why are and you like even once, playing once you point? do it once it's over then it's, the next time you encounter a right. puzzle that's even a little bit hard you're, you're like just, oh forget it and then suddenly you're just yeah that's but, why. That's why I've been playing Bob as you so slowly is yeah. because I've been trying to avoid the temptation of, of just looking stuff up. And I've yeah, I've had a couple a couple of those games recently like that. And The Witness was a big one for me that I like made it. All, I didn't complete complete it. Like I didn't you know solve every different island and every puzzle and everything. But I got to the end without looking up anything, and that was like a huge deal for me because I hadn't done anything like that with other games up until then. Yeah, the the, the Witness was really fun to be playing before it was out. Yeah. Also. Um, because then there was no, you couldn't get help, really. Right. Well, like, Brad was reviewing it, and Mahardy was playing it when he still lived out here. So it was just like, the two of them would commiserate and be like, did you see this shit? <laughs> and I'm like, no, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, oh, no, look at this. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I wonder if I could go back. I wonder if it's been long enough that I could play that game again and not immediately know everything and then try and, like, get all the solutions. I... I yeah, I don't know. I feel like it would get frustrating because you would forget bits and pieces, and so you'd look at it and go, like, I don't know what I need to remember to do this part. Yeah. And I've got the knowledge out of order now, and that makes it hard. I, I tried to go back to Fez a couple of times, and and it was like, I think I know what I need to do here. And then you just, you're, you're just getting stuck in yeah, I don't have my notes anymore. Yeah, you're getting stuck in different spots because you remember things from later in the game, and you think they apply here, but they don't. And hey, you can fly. 
Yeah, well, you have to beat the game first for that. No, well, right? Thought, Isn't that the thing? Is like it's been it was it's in there, and they only tell you that you can do it once you beat the game. I think you might actually need to okay. beat it. I think. I don't know. That's that's another thing where in preview builds of the game you could fucking fly. Yeah, and then yeah. Um, I, uh, that that was another fun like release window one i played that like right when it came out because i like gaming podcasts and stuff i was following at the time we're kind of talking it up so yeah i knew it was one of those games that i like i have to play it right now or not at all right yeah yeah fez was yeah fez is really good um I don't know what this... Some game media people, for example, Easy Allies, only got a few media passes to E3 and had to pay extra for additional media passes. Is the ESA situation that dire? Uh, I don't know that that's necessarily out of the... You know, like, we... Yeah, I, I think for... Maybe for E3, that's a little different, but... Oh. Yeah. But I think for... GDC and some other shows, there's definitely been like, oh, well, we can give you X number of media badges. In some cases, there weren't even opportunities to buy more. So I don't really know. Um, I hadn't heard that. We get, uh, we end up with exhibitor badges at the show. Yeah. Um, Which means you could theoretically walk around in there before it's open. Yeah. That's been, that's less useful than it used to be. I guess part of it's just because the way E3 goes and the way information gets released these days, but like that used to be the craziest shit because that used to be like, oh, I'm walking around two days before E3 opens and they're just testing the MGS2 trailer by running it on a loop for three hours. Uh-huh. And I'm going to stand over here and look busy <laughs> a- against this shipping crate because security will come and say like, hey, what the fuck are you doing over here? Yeah. Your booth isn't even in this hall, you dumbass. I'm lost. Yeah, I literally have said that exact thing. It's like, oh. This is not my hall. Security guards must hear that all the time. I, I, oh, I'm lost. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, um, and uh, so you're sitting there watching this fucking Metal Gear trailer that hasn't been screened anywhere else with no audio because they're not testing the audio yet because they haven't put the speakers up. They're just trying to test the screen. Um, and then walking around and seeing like, oh, they or they, as they've started to put, you know, the, the name of the game above the monitor, it's going to be played on and stuff. So walking around during setup and go like, oh, holy shit, they're putting up fucking Super Smash Brothers banners, you know, or, or whatever, you know, like um, you could you could learn a lot. And so we would do that and take notes. You know, you, you couldn't run that stuff early because if you ran stuff that was like, here's what's on the show floor on the site. Yeah, they'd kick you the fuck out of E3. Rightfully so, honestly. Um, but, uh, you know, definitely like take a bunch of notes and be like, okay, we went in with appointments for all this sort of stuff. We don't know what these games are. Go find out what those games are. So you go stand around and look at the booth and go like, oh, it's a Sonic. They, they have a new, they've got a new Sonic. They got a new Sonic the Hedgehog. What? They have a new Sonic the Hedgehog. They, they have a new Starcraft the, Hedgehog. Starcraft Hedgehog. Okay. Cancel that appointment. Do they uh, anoint? Definitely. Do you know about anointing? Have I talked about anointing? No, here? I don't think so. It when sounds... a hedgehog loves a food more, when a hedgehog loves a food so very, very much, they anoint, which means they spit, they chew it up and into like a weird foam, uh-huh. and then twist their head around and spit it up on their back, 
and then it dries and they get to keep the smell around them all day. Wow. Because they love it so much that they want that scent just on them, stuck to them. You learn a lot of things about potentially, or you learn a lot of things about hedgehogs as you potentially start going down the rabbit hole of buying one. Yeah. We thought about it. Uh, yeah, we, we, we thought about it yeah. for a little bit, but, but yeah. Um, all right. Well, we got this working over here. Great. Oh, it's still playing the music. Thank okay. You, Jason, you want to hit me with a, hit me with a voicemail? Well, we test it out or what, we've what already got do? somebody on the line. Oh, well, okay. All right. Hello, caller. Hi, caller. What's your name? Where are hi. you? Am I coming through? Yes. All right. Uh, hi, I'm Alex from uh, Sunnyvale. Hi, Alex. Just wanted to talk about uh, my experience at the uh, the Hentai Island a few weeks ago. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was only there for for one night because a group of friends and I were like, oh, we like we just like got to see the Hentai Theater. Mm-hmm. And for, for clarification, and, in case people missed the previous bombcast, this was a section of Fanime, a relatively large uh, anime uh, convention mm-hmm. that relegated all of its 18 plus stuff to an island that was like, not an island, a to hotel. a hotel that was like four uh, miles away from the main convention center. The Double Tree is basically an island. <laughs> yeah. So they had, they had shuttles running, but um, I think it was like one at the Marriott and then it would go to the Fairmont and then to Double Tree. But mm. some, sometimes it would skip the Fairmont if the shuttle was full. Oh, so some yeah. people would be waiting and then just never have a shuttle come. Right. Yeah. Because so many people and were the shuttles full because so many people were heading out to Hentai Island. We, we all just decided to take lifts just okay. to avoid all of it. Yeah. That seems smarter, I guess. Yeah. Um, Did but, your driver ask like, oh, so where are you going? What are you, uh, what are you up to? No, no. Like no questions asked, but we were, we were noisy. Huh. We were yelling a lot, but, um, when we got there, so they check your ID, uh, yeah. and then they put a little uh, they put a little ring on your badge, like a little sticker that marks like, okay, you're 18 plus, you're allowed yeah. to like go everywhere. Yeah. So they have the 18 plus artist alley, mm-hmm. and then they which is like a small ballroom, and then next to it is the K-pop theater. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like a weird place to put it, like in Hentai Island, and then uh, not that weird. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. And then they had the, uh, the hentai theaters on another part of the hotel. So we visited the, the artist alley first and then we were going to go. And then we saw a bunch of people just leave. <laughs> and like in this mass crowd and we were asking what happened. It's like, Oh, people got kicked out because somebody failed hand check. <gasps> yeah. Oh, so, no. but, but failing hand check also means, uh, if they catch you taking pictures or videos. Oh, okay. So one, there was like one time people were driven out and then my friend came back. It's like, Oh, I just figured it out. It was one of my friends. He was like taking a selfie in the hentai theater, <laughs> a crime punishable yeah. by death. And then, and we are like, you know, understandable. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, and then, so that next time we tried to go, it turns out, uh, the theaters were closed for the entire night what? because, uh, I guess like during that entire night, they had to clear the theaters six times. Oh wow! Because of hand so, checks. Because either yeah, either people fail their hand checks, or um, people had like their phones out, had their cameras out. Wow, huh? 
Weird. So, so we were talking about all these people coming out as this like mass pervert exodus, <laughs> <laughs> and they and they had to be dropped back into the general population at that point if yeah, the theater was yeah. closed. Like, if anything, the theater contains them. <laughs> yeah, right. So, like, just the whole downstairs was like super full. <laughs> and then, and I guess some some of my friends had um, expired IDs, and they just didn't let them in at all. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, someone could like take your old ID and like use it. It's like. It has their picture on it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Fig, eh, eh, it's, it's, I, I, I can, I can go to like the hotel bar and they wouldn't card me. So right, yeah. And then it, we we never got to go. That's that's sad in a weird yeah. way. But there was no. So it was just like, how big was the artist alley? Was it like uh, was it like bustling and and like a lot of stuff going on, or, or was it was it all people it, it, kind of making stuff on site, or were there people just like selling a lot of stuff that they had made prior or? Well, it's it's like a regular anime con artist alley, yeah. except it's it's like a quarter, like maybe like a quarter size of like hotel ballroom. Okay. Um, but so the artists there had to pay a smaller fee for their table versus if they were in the con proper. Mm. But um, it was honestly pretty chill. Mm. There was an artist there who was like drawing um, left-handed Pokemon from memory for a dollar. Huh. So we just like. Slapped down like twenty bucks or something, and just gave him a ton of Pokemon. To yeah, do. but it it was it was a good experience. It was kind of a bonding experience. Yeah, that sounds like you know oh. like hitting the outskirts of. The, well, it sounds like it wasn't actually as. I mean, th- that artist alley doesn't sound like it no. was necessarily the hentai artist alley, the right? I mean, were, sounds like the only disaster. When you first yeah. said left-handed Pokemon, I was like, oh yeah, and I was like, oh no, no, wait, no, 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 oh my god, no, no. But so the artists they were allowed to sell more. Not safe for yeah. work stuff. Okay, but but otherwise it was basically the same. Yeah, so it wasn't like they were only there to just draw gigantic asses. Right, right, right. Yeah, they, you can get a lot of that in the normal artist alley, like gigantic asses specifically. Okay, but you have to cover them up with like post its and whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. They can draw it, but then you have to carry it out of there all sly. Huh. All right. That sounds way less uh, scandalous than I. Than it was in my head, but I guess if it if it was so scandalous that it got shut down, maybe that's something else. Yeah, I feel I, like I, I, I wasn't there for it personally, so yeah. I, I can't say. But there was there's rumors here and there and whatever. Yeah, I guess I expected also there to be like vendors selling more stuff. Yeah, like the Tengu egg vendor. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. There were there were no. It was it was all. It was like, hey, we've got a Tengu egg that we've put a sticker of. The, it's you know, we've we've written the words Hatsune Miku on the side of this egg, and now it is five dollars more than it would be normally. That's a great deal. Actually, See? yeah, exactly. Uh, that's uh, hit me up. That's my that's my Etsy business. Um, yeah, I, I would have thought that there might have been more, just like straight up vendors, just like selling DVDs or or, or whatever, uh, whatever other material, but. There, there was one one booth at the artist alley where um, the guy he would he would, kind of like kind of like going to Japan with like one empty suitcase to fill video games. Yep. He would uh, fill it up with um, all these uh, doujinshi, all these fan comics. Oh, cool! And then bring them back to sell. Yeah, that's pretty. So neat. he had them all in crates sorted by series. Yeah, that's that's like a cool fucking weird import business. Mm-hmm. like of all the things to import yeah that's <laughs> that's kind of awesome all right cool well thank you very much for your call i hope that the hentai stuff goes better for you next time 
Thank you. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I guess I would have. I would have expected like way more bootleg hentai DVDs. Yeah. And stuff like that. It's always next year. You know, the first year of a con is always going to shake, like getting foundations yeah. down. I'm sure next year they're gonna. Yeah. Special guests. Hmm. Hatsune Miku. Hatsune Miku. Uh, maybe me and Dan should go to that next. I don't know. Um. Let's see. A lot of people correcting you. A lot of people, a lot of people out there correcting you and saying that they are Tenga eggs and yeah. not Tengu eggs. Uh, first of all, I said it wrong on purpose uh, to not expose that I was a pervert. Second of all, everyone who corrected us has been added to a list. Yep. Congratulations. Uh, that's the true purpose of this show. <laughs> yeah. Is we're just getting people to... Dry snitch. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Arjun N says, "What do you think the chances of a new fighting game getting announced at E3 are, or are all the fighting game announcements being saved for Evo now?" Uh, they don't really announce new games at Evo so much. It's more of like characters, right? Um, like Guilty Gear was always about their big like balance patches. It was like, hey, we're doing a new patch and we're adding yeah. two characters or something. Right. Um, like last year there was the Dragon Ball World Tour announcement and there's like big like esports events like that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, yeah, games are kind of relegated to more traditional outlets or yeah. uh, events. I'm trying to think. Like I'm trying to run down in my mind like if there are any situations where someone would have a new fighting game. Yeah, I'm trying to think this of like the major and- franchises. The only thing I can think of is like if Capcom gets in there with like a Dark Stalkers or something like we we had a question that I didn't read uh, for the Bombcast, but basically asking if like you could see them using the new RE engine to make a fighting game. Um, I think there's potential there. Uh, Maybe, yeah. Uh, we don't really know the kind of limits of that engine yet. Right, We've only seen yeah. a couple games from it, but. It becomes about like, can that engine do very low latency input? Yeah. And stuff like that. Um, yeah. The, that, the, one of the ones I was thinking uh, would be like, what if there was another like Persona Arena style thing? Like, I think they've already kind of announced what they have in the, on the Persona slate, right? Yeah. Like, and, all the and like, Cross oh, Tag Royal is still adding other... new characters. They, they just okay. put Teddy in. So I think yeah, they'll probably. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. The Riot thing should be ready by now. You could say that about any Riot thing that's not League of Legends. Yeah. Because I don't even know if they ever even technically confirmed. Because they bought the Rising Thunder. Mm -hmm. But then they kind of didn't really say anything about it. Well, also, like, you have to wonder, were they buying Rising Thunder to make a fighting game with it? Or were they buying the people that made the GTPO technology to work on, you know, hey, better, lower latency internet you know was, was that just straight yeah where it was because they're building internet too and they just wanted you know really smart gaming network techs to to do that sort of stuff um it's weird to me that the people who run evo or work for riot yeah you don't think about that a lot you don't <laughs> yeah it's just how it went well, yeah, I would be down to play some more Rising Thunder. Yeah, I'll check. Maybe we should get that private server stuff and yeah. try to set it up. That might be fun. 
Oh, new patch notes for Apex. Uh, uh, Del Rue of Detroit says uh, Hideki Itsuno has shown interest in making a new Rival Schools game. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> 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 like, the, you know, is Capcom going to follow through with that? Maybe someday. Let's get another 120% burning. Yes, we're, we'll get Family Soft back in here and they can, <laughs> they can put together a, a new burning fest. God, God, that'd be great. I think I think that those characters went um, went H. Oh, over time, I think that that got sold off to sure. Or maybe it was like the publisher actually went and then the characters just vanished. Or there was like that. Like oh, there's another one, Advanced VG. There's another fighting game of that era that I want to say that like that that just became. Hentai, uh, Valis, the Valis franchise on Genesis. I guess that got sold <laughs> yeah. to some other company and somehow got turned into Hentai. I wouldn't be surprised if like s- s- Money Puzzle Exchanger has a Hentai out there. You take back what you said about every worker. <laughs> yes. None of this is really big. The Apex stuff. They added more loot in places. More loot in places. I love it. Uh... Hmm. You got any voicemails down there for me? Sure do, Jeff. Let's cue one up right now. Lay it on me. What's up, 3AM boys? It's Brian from Attica. Uh, my question is, what if you could have only one cola or soft drink for the rest of your life, what would it be? Um, I'm imagining that you can still drink water. So it would be water plus one cola or soft drink. For me, it'd have to be Pepsi Max, borderline addicted to it. Um, but yeah, all the rest of the colas and sodas could fuck off. All right. Wow. Uh, mine's a 50-50 toss-up between Cherry Coke Zero, which I would probably ultimately pick because mm. it's like really the only soda I drink nowadays anymore. Yeah. Um, but if I'm really feeling like I want a soda as soda, I drink a Mountain Dew. Like it's my go-to sugary soda drink. Yeah, slam a Dew. I what can Fucking, I say? I'm a gamer. Yeah, no, that's definitely. Uh, I can smell it on you. Um, yeah. So I guess it depends on your definition of soft drink here. Like, what are we talking here? Does that mean no energy drinks? Do you think in this scenario Ooh. are those drinks just like whatever or? Um, Mm, yeah, because like, what even like like a yerba is a yerba mate a soft drink? Like that's more of a tea. It's a really. tea, but there's some like there's flavors. Yeah. In, oh, I'm gonna say you can drink water and one other non-alcoholic beverage. Well, see now I have to oh, con- consider juice. Like juice that opens up right. juice and milk and shit. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Okay, let's say. Uh, yeah, okay, we're going to stick with soda. You can still have energy drinks. Okay. You can still have juice and milk and, and the like, but like stuff that you would find in the soda section at a supermarket. Okay, then I would probably pick Diet Pepsi. In fact, That's I practically do already <laughs> pick Diet Pepsi. Uh, but occasionally, yeah, like a Cherry Coke Zero, I will, I will get into a Cherry Coke Zero. For sure. Um... 
How about another voicemail? How about another voicemail? Yes. Jeff, now that you're a Dragon Ball Z fan, you get to hear all the fun jokes that we were making in middle school. Hey, Jeff and Ben. What color do you think Goku's um, pubic hair is when he goes Super Saiyan? Thanks. Hmm. I mean, his, his eyebrows change color, right? Yeah, his tail... Well, he doesn't have a tail, right? But like, but a Saiyan's a tail, Saiyan's tail change. will change yellow. I think. Then I think we have our answer. Yeah. Do you think it flares out at all? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. It just looks like the hair up here, just down there, pretty much. It should like it should peek out. Like it, sh- you should be able to like zoom in. Yeah. And just see it very barely. A tuft. Yeah. If you will. Um. They announced uh, Apple, those uh, those Apple folks. Yeah, they're at it again. Uh, yeah, right? Uh, they announced that they are going to start bringing like machine transcription to podcasts. Yeah, I saw that. Which is like kind of exciting. Do you think we're going to search uh, register high for Goku's pubes? I Goku's hope so. pube. Oh, we got to say it really clean so the machine picks it up. Goku's pubes. Goku's pubic hair. Son Goku's pubic hair. Yeah, we just need like verbal SEO yeah. now. Fortnite free V Bucks. Free V Bucks. Goku pubic hair. Fortnite. 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 You just go. I'm gonna just Fortnite. 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 Hardcore pornography. Fortnite. Hentai Island. Okay. All right. I think we're set. Wait. Then Brinty says when they go Super Saiyan three, their eyebrows vanish. Oh fuck. Waxing out, going Super yeah. Saiyan 3 in. Yeah. I've been Super Saiyan 3 for years. No. <laughs> um, Super Girl Cheese with a question here. Is a, is a meatball good? <laughs> not no. Our, not our meatballs good. A meatball is terrible. Meatballs are good. What if it's a really big meatball? I still don't. Because at that point, I might as well have a burger. I don't want to have to like cut up a meatball. I want meatballs to be the like a forkable bite sized. I feel like it'll probably taste better. Like I trust an Italian restaurant that's like, here's a big meatball on top of your spaghetti. Like we we made it. You can tell it's fresh and homemade. I'm sure it tastes better, but just like for convenience sake, because eating spaghetti is already hard enough. Eating spaghetti is so hard. There's got to be a better way. There's got to be a better way. Um, Okay, how about you got two more voicemails? I got at least one more. Okay, great. Let me refresh, and I think the other ones will Hey, Ben. Hey, Jeff. Uh, Not really a question, just a quick statement. I just found out. Oh, no. I didn't realize doing that would How dare you? Stop the... Okay. Let's play it again. Hey, Ben. Hey, Jeff. Uh, Not really a question, just a quick statement. I just found out that Jackie Chan was not voiced by Jackie Chan in Jackie Chan Adventures. What the fuck? Thanks. It's pretty fucked up. What's even worse is Jackie Chan's in every... There's a real-life Jackie Chan at the end of every episode with a segment called Hey Jackie, where kids ask Jackie Chan a question. And like, he's got some like moral lesson to teach them. I'm sure it's, it, sometimes, but like sometimes it's also like, who, "What's the coolest stunt you ever did?" And he's oh. like, "One time I did a backflip off an elephant," and then he like does a karate kick, and then it goes to the credits. That sounds good. It's, it was a great show. Yeah, uh, 
But yeah, Jackie Chan, not voiced by Jackie Chan, even though his character is named Jackie Chan. Well, you know, in Jackie Chan Adventures, Jackie Chan is busy. He is. A, he was a busy guy. I'm sure that they shot all those in a day. All the live action things. <laughs> oh, they, yeah, yeah. They definitely. You can like, tell. Like, <laughs> there's just like different angles around yeah. his house. Was he wearing the same clothes in all of them, or do they at least have the decency to have like some wardrobe? I feel like they probably did it in like two days and then just alternated which location. Yeah. You know. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. a really big fan of so many people ending their voicemails with, well, it's not 3 a.m. here, but it's 3 a.m. somewhere. <laughs> Great. That's accurate. It is 3 a.m. somewhere. I mean, it's 3 p.m. here now. Well, and some change. But what are you going to do? Um. I just saw the word, the term hair boners scroll past in the chat. So there's, there's good stuff happening. We've, uh, we've uncorked some discussion, let's say, uh, in the, in the chat. Take it to the comic vine, uh, forums. <laughs> yeah. Take all your Goku talk to the comic <laughs> vine message boards. They love it there. Um, <laughs> they love Goku. They love Goku. They had, to buy, they had to ban Goku. They had to ban Goku from the battles yeah. subsection. Yeah. Um, that's a disgusting question. I'm not going to ask it. Uh, you got anything for me? Any other, uh, other voicemails, calls, stuff yeah. like that down there we want to go to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go in blind. I love it. Um, for this one right here. Hey, Ben and Jeff. It's Nick from Sydney, Australia. Uh, it's 3 a.m. your time, but it's like nine o'clock in the morning here, so I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, you guys talk a lot about fast food, uh, and I was wondering, if, do you guys cook? Uh, do you guys have options? Do you have fresh food? Uh, anyway. like we've talked about our yeah. cooking habits recently, but I will say, watching the great British baking show has given me an appreciation for figuring out, like, how to bake, which I've never done before. Oh, hmm. the past couple months I've been getting really into baking, and I tried to make something with puff pastry for the first time. It failed so fucking miserably. It didn't puff at all. My pastry didn't puff. If it doesn't puff, it's not the stuff. It didn't have a soggy bottom though. So okay, well that's. I mean, you're halfway there. Um, I yeah, my my wife will cook. Uh, I am you know I I can make the things I can make right. You know, like, yeah, nothing major. But I can follow instructions on the back of a box just fine too. So you know, I could, I could probably make anything. Uh, I choose to microwave these black bean burritos from Trader Joe's. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, yeah. I am about that life, as they say. Um, some questions about some E3 stuff here uh, that I'll take, and then I'm I'm gonna come back to you for one last thing, and then we'll send it home. What do you say? Sounds good. Okay. Uh, what night does the night show start during E3? That will start Tuesday night. We'll have a schedule up on the site. The homepage will refresh to go into E3 mode and, and some of that stuff will be, uh, there for you, but we'll do night shows Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Uh, we'll be doing press conferences stuff starting Sunday. Uh, and that's E3 and then we'll come home. (laughs) Um, I'm going to be driving down on Saturday. I will live stream that. Uh, and everyone uh, is a bunch of cowards. No one's coming with me. I would have if uh, 
I had considered it before I bought my flight. Yeah. But maybe next year. Yeah. Uh it's a it's a nightmare. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm staying uh in LA for one extra day and crashing with huh. some friends because I never well, that's the thing about E three is like you go and it's LA and it's cool to be in LA, but you not, you don't ever have like a moment to do LA things. Yeah. So it was like my, my third year going and I finally wanted to be like, okay, I'm gonna take one extra day go do an la thing with some la friends just because i feel like it's like one of the cooler cities in the world to visit but you you never in like one very little small section of downtown right and you're there on business and there's just no time um someone said no stadia coverage it's like no i mean that's not e3 that's the e3 e3 is that's not in the e3 window at all uh, they're doing the thing on Thursday, so you know, uh, stay tuned for that sort of stuff. Um, that is in the upcoming right now. If you want more information on that and when it's going to start, uh, and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I just i I don't know that E three is really. I, I don't know that L A. I I I don't I don't especially like L A. There are things in my head about L.A. that I really like, the Southern California experience that I just, I don't know. There are parts of it that I think look tremendous and, and all that sort of stuff. And there's there's spots where it's like, oh, maybe I could live here, but I don't know. But then you have to live with people who live in L.A. Right. Exactly. Uh, it's funny. I was actually talking to a friend about this recently and how um, like the SF-L.A. rivalry, what used to be pretty huge like it used to be like a little one-sided sure it was more sf hating on la than la like not even really acknowledging sf yeah Uh, and it was mostly through sports but like my mom growing up my mom grew up in san francisco and it was always like oh socal fuck la like blah blah you know sf's way better but in the past few years and like it would always be the case that tons of people would move from la to san francisco not a ton of people would go from san francisco to la yeah but like these last few years as San Francisco has become more of a hellscape, it's just like, actually, I look at LA and I'm like, hmm, yeah, there's some parts of that place that seem all right. Yeah. Like the Santa Monica area and stuff doesn't seem so bad. Um, Here I am moving to Fremont, California. Ah, yes. The, the Bay Area. Hey, man, it's on a BART line. It's the Bay. All right. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, I, fuck, man. There's no bard up where I'm at. No. I have to fucking I know. drive. I have to fucking drive. <laughs> I have to fucking drive. I don't have a choice. But I'm going to be closer to San Jose than San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's like, that's like South Bay, even, right? Is there, is it's that a little east? north. It's, I, it's like very southeast. Okay. What is, what towns are around Fremont? I'm trying to like pick out. Hayward's a little bit north of it. Okay. Oh, so you're south of Hayward. Yeah. <laughs> okay yeah uh yeah adam uh boys live in hayward i went out to his place a few times when he lived out there was... i have a friend with a mansion there so <laughs> oh well then. <laughs> 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 well then let's go to that mansion all right all right we're gonna go there uh y'all have a, a good uh rest of your week uh, um i'll be on the road on saturday live streaming that stuff and I'm going to take us out with a voicemail. Hit us with a voicemail. Hey, Jeff and Ben. This is Bruce calling from the Carolinas. What is a waifu? Um, 
I should say I'm in my late 30s, and I've I've done a little Googling, and I I, I don't think I understand. It appears to be the Japanese word for wife, but um, in the kind of gaming anime worlds, I think there's some important subtext that I'm missing. Please help. Thanks. Jeff? It's like a um, when Exhibit raps things like, tonight I might meet my next ex-wife. Yeah. That's... It's the anime lady you find the prettiest. <laughs> I guess. I, it's not good. I've seen some people even be borderline offended by its use. Which I think I get. Yeah. Don't say it. Ugh.